What's up everyone? Today we are wrapping up our week on spine mobility and what we're going to be talking about today is that every day is spine day. Now if you don't know what we mean by that is normal programs have a leg day and an upper body day and a chest day and we're going to talk about that every day is spine day. Hey everyone, in case we haven't met, my name is Rad Burmeister. I'm one of the co-founders of Unity Gym and the UMS, Unified Movement System, where we make driven people strong, flexible, and athletic with uh, a better way to train. If you want to know how we do that, grab one of our free downloads. You can get the Strength Blueprint, the Flexibility Blueprint, or the Nutrition Blueprint. There's a link in the description of this video or podcast wherever you're digesting this great info. And as always, I am joined by Phil White, our resident physiotherapist, and he's going to be helping to keep uh, basically to sanity check anything that I say here (laughs) and make sure that I'm uh, um, giving facts, not fiction. How are you, Phil? Good. Love it. I mean, it's no longer Physio Fridays, so for all those Physio Friday fans who are tuning in for your, for your weekly fix, remember it is now Physio Mondays. Starting. Doesn't rhyme as Stop. well, but it is like actually the, better yeah. information. Yeah, we starting your week off right. You know, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. No, I've really enjoyed um, this topic. It's felt like you know, almost Physio Week for me because it's, it's been a really good opportunity to talk about some kind of fundamental um, yeah, rehab, but also just training principles that... I, I just wish that all my patients knew before coming to see me because then we can uh, do the really interesting stuff on when you're actually in instead of going through these concepts. And, and isn't it just such a such an important thing to get your head around, you know, like, um, you know, we've spoken about um, not wrapping your spine in cotton wool. We've talked about, you know, not identifying too firmly with your x-ray or your MRI report. Or just appropriate use of x-rays. Yeah, yeah. And also uh, that yesterday we spoke about how challenging exercises are often the best. And today we're going to really talk about how uh, we believe that every day is spine day. And, uh, and, and, and we're going to start talking about that by talking about the way that the UMS program incorporates spine training in everything we do by doing, you know, free weights and uh, calisthenics movements. So, you know, anything that you, like if you do anything on the gymnastics rings, anything, you're really working your spine, you know, because your all your core, everything has to be really firm to hold you there. And it's a, but, but the same thing's going on when you're, not just when you're deadlifting, but when you're squatting or when you're, you know, bench pressing or doing a bent over row or something like that. Yeah, people sort of get the impression that, you know, the spine only, like the targeted spine work really only comes into, you know, your real posterior chain exercises like your deadlift. And if you tick yep. off the um, deadlifters getting, giving you strong erector spinos, that, uh, you know, the muscles that go either side of your spine to help you keep upright, then, you know, that sort of tick that box for, um, you're back and you'll you'll be healthy. And I think it's definitely a great place to start. But what we really want to highlight here is just that you know there's so with life being so variable, like you need to give your um, body a, a progressive overload to variable exposure to best make yourself resilient and yeah know, capable for whatever you want to take on. Yeah, and and I mean probably at the grassroots level, which we've spoken about, uh, <coughs> we spoke about this earlier. Uh, pr- mostly yesterday, we spoke about it. Um, deadlifting really is something that we try to educate people on as being something that you really should include if you have a compromised um, back, you know, if you feel like you're somebody that gets back spasms regularly or, um, you know, has been told in the past that you need to wrap yourself in cotton wool. But what we want to talk about today is that it, it, it goes way beyond that. Um, you, you don't, you know, we finished the show with Phil saying, 
deadlifting is a great place to start, but it is not where you stop. You yeah. you, you continue to look for other ways to, to challenge the spine, and and we'll we'll talk about several options here. But we're going to firstly we're going to talk about um, you know that every free weights workout is really beneficial for your spine health, and we're going to talk about how how the UMS really capitalizes on that. You know, there's a there's a lot that's gone into like pe- people come in. Uh, and they do the classes here and they do a week or two and I ask them how they're enjoying it. And they say, oh, I really love it. I, you know, I really enjoy, um, you know, the balance of strength and flexibility and the bit of fitness that's involved. And when I go deeper into explaining why we do the program the way we do, people are often quite amazed because we've really put a lot of thought into it. Not only have we put a lot of thought into it, we've had people like you who have critiqued the program positively and constructively and given us feedback on on how we could make it even better and, and we always make these changes you know we know what yanni and richard and i are definitely not don't have too big an ego to hear somebody else's opinion and then take that on board and that's one of the strengths of yeah, this it's program t- hearing you talk about one of the members who's been here from the very beginning the other day and yeah. you know he's seen sort of every version of um yeah. you know how the the classes come together and um yeah it's kind of nice to hear that he's sort of just you know so positive about where it's at now and yeah. Yeah, that's come from a place of, yeah, I really respect the the way that you guys, you know, take on new information and, and really think deeply about deeply about this stuff. It's, you know, yeah. not just what's, you know, business wise most efficient. It's like how you can give the, you know, members of the gym yeah. and the members in the online community just like a really effective way of getting like ticking all the boxes and then um, yeah. you know. Yeah. So do you want to do you want to start off with 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 this first point, Phil, where we, you know, we we're talking about just before the show, we wanted to talk about how the the UMS itself, how it is really built in a way that um, that is good for spine health. Yeah. So when just talking about the deadlifts and looking at that kind of posterior chain, uh, so i.e. the muscles that go down your back, so your your erector spinae, your glutes, um, your hamstrings, like people sort of think of that as a kind of classic way of, of, of building up a really strong, robust spine. And I, I agree with that because, um, you know, the most of the load that you're going to be, your spinal muscles and, and your structures will have to deal with on a day-to-day basis is basically just staying upright. Um, but, and so by training that sagittal plane, so um, forward and back, basically in front of you <laughs> uh, is a sagittal plane. Um, exercise is a really great way of building up resiliency for basically just you know being strong and being upright and so i think that's like such a perfect way to start but then when you think about how variable life is with all the examples we've talked about this week about you know reaching for things or unexpected movements or you know twisting or side bending to stop your kid running onto the road like you're going to have to be prepared for all this sort of stuff so um with the way that the ums is built out like we expose the um spine to lots of different um early on in the week i talked about like muscle contraction um, types and energy systems so uh that's going to be you know isometric exercises versus concentric exercises um it's going to be like long duration versus sort of you know short sort of powerful movements and and uh and then also loading kind of anti certain like movements that are you're resisting other movements like the lateral flexion or the um or the rotation as well so it's kind of all part of it in in the five days yeah and i mean it even 
Like even if you like, that's talking about the, the you know the program split. But even if we talk about an individual workout, like even just the fact that within the first ten minutes of the workout, you're doing a warm up where we, as soon as we get the heart rate elevated, which even even the exercise that we use, our exercise of choice, horizontal running, is really engaging the the core yeah. muscles and and teaching you to hold your body in a position dynamically whilst you're moving, and then you go straight from that into some spine mobility where we teach people to really move their spine in every way possible but then we finish that whole warm-up with a little bit of core activation on the anterior posterior and lateral sides of the core so if you don't know what i'm talking about there that anterior front posterior back and then lateral meaning the sides of your body and but you know you're you're bringing the spine into flexion extension um and lateral flexion and engaging those muscles so just in that first 10 minutes even if you did nothing else in the day that alone is more than what almost anyone's doing at the gym um you know it's 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 really amazing it's it's yeah it's absolutely and i think that um that's one of the other parts of um you know core strength that's kind of sometimes overlooked where um you know as soon as like breathing is a big part of bracing for the sort of big barbell Mm -hmm. movements but then you know when you think about regular life like it's unlikely that you're going to valsalva maneuver to you yeah. Know, <laughs> yeah, yeah like at a moment's notice to you know move your grocery cart or something like yeah. that so it's really important to do things like um you know the cardio circuit at the end or the yeah. the warm-up at the beginning where you get your um you know your your respiratory rate up by doing some cardio and and kind of teaching your muscles to be able to engage while you're also breathing yeah like i'm pretty strict to people when they're when they're doing the barbell movements to practice the breathing because i think mm-hmm. it's an important way to like really kind of kick goals with your strength training but yeah i think yeah. it's so key there where we're learning how we can do like bracing strength but we can also do sort of more dynamic um strength with um yeah yeah cardio side of things yeah so guys i, I want to give a quick shout out to everyone that's watching live on the facebook on the ums movement mastermind group but i can't see who you are because nobody's commented yet so can you guys put a quick say comment hi. just say hi so that we know who's watching and we can give you a shout out yeah and even better ask some questions yeah, especially some, if it's related to yeah this stuff. yeah any questions about spine uh health or anything to do with the ums program or anything like or that past put it experiences in. with it you know, yep yeah love to hear it but um you know i remember uh I mean, it, it's just so beneficial for all of us involved to have you around here, Phil. And for me, I I love the conversations that we have sometimes when I'm training. And it, it, it really highlights sometimes what I'm doing really wrong. You know, sometimes I think, oh, my God, I really need to reconsider that. But then sometimes what I'm doing right. And I remember the last time that this happened um, was when I was doing shuttle runs for my warm up. And you made a comment of saying to me, oh, man, I'd, I'd be really interested to see how you'd go doing a, a marathon or a run or whatever it was. a marathon, just like 5K. Yeah, just say. a 5K. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, just yeah. a run, you know. Um, because, you know, you, you, you're doing this little bit of exposure to the running, you know, every, uh, every couple of days. And I said, yeah, yeah, I wonder how I'd go. I mean, I, in my mind, I just think, like, it's got to be a lot better doing, doing this little bit than none at all, right? And you're your response was what's well, infinitely better yeah. like going like even if all you're doing is a minute of shuttle runs every day or every second day versus no running at all so your body's never getting exposed to that impact it's never getting exposed to that gait pattern and that was my thought process i thought well if i do a little bit even if i'm not going for runs every day at least i'm training that gait pattern you know and the same thing can be applied to the spine you know 
if all you did was that one minute of spine mobility or if all you did was some free weights movements that engage the muscles that are going to strengthen the spine like we've just spoken about. Yeah, or even uh, the body weight movements that you know, yep. you're talking about at the end of the warm-up there, perfect. Yep. Versus the person that goes to the typical gym with machines and their warm-up is basically just to do one or two warm-up sets or to move their arms above their head or something. And then they do their whole workout on these machines where they're never really using the spine in the way that, you know, yeah. even comes close to replicating yeah. real life. Like, I love the machines because they're such a great way to make people understand sort of the concepts around some of the, the big lifts. And I've been using it a lot with, um, you know, squat and deadlift coaching at the moment where basically, you know, people really kind of have had that experience where they go on a leg press machine and they can just push away as hard as they can and they'll lift some really big numbers and feel pretty chuffed with themselves. And then, yep. you know, you see them then get on underneath a barbell and like freak like, out as soon as there's, you know, any amount of weight on there because yeah. it just doesn't work. Even like and a like, fraction of the weight that they yeah, lift on the leg exactly. press. Exactly. Yeah. And so it's, it's a really useful tool to teach people that like, you know, you've got to turn your, the rest of your body like using, you know, the, the, the muscles around your spine to like turn into that machine so that when yeah. you push with the muscles that are meant to be producing this movement that everything else is, is strong and stable. So it's a kind of a nice little analogy that people seem to click with. Yeah, 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 for <laughs> sure. For that. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. So but it, yeah, definitely with your point on, you know, a little bit every day being just infinitely better than, than nothing. Yeah. There's so many of like, hopefully you're just kind of seeing all the different, as we'll talk about today, just all the different ways in which you can bring in sort of, um, you know, loading of your spine and how uh, you know you can fit that in even if like in Sydney we're kind of looking at potentially going back in, down into lockdown so you know you maybe you won't have a gym so you won't be able to do the exact sort of um, uh, program that um, we usually do but we'll definitely have a, a way of understanding um, you know what we can be doing even in the home situation and I, I, I had a I had a patient the other day um, who was talking about how he, he started getting a bit of back pain in halfway through the lockdown and he was saying I was like oh yeah so what's your, you know your homework set up like and he's like oh I do it from the bed and like you know in that sort of classic sort of you just slump further down throughout oh, the day my. and he was basically in like a you know almost entirely supine so on your, on your back um, like flat kind of yeah. position with just putting all yeah. his weight through the, his lower back and I'm like yeah of course you and I'm like are you doing any exercise he's like yeah. oh no I've sort of dropped off and it's like yeah if he was just getting up moving doing yeah. a little bit of that core activation stuff then yeah. you'd, you'd fight there <laughs> you know what really um amazed me and this and this is me who's, who's been a personal trainer for decades um you know working in the fitness space but when i've looked deeper into you know standing desks and i spoke to somebody that knows a hell of a lot more about um or at least back then knew a lot more than i did about it and i said oh you know standing desks are really great for people aren't they and the answer was well they're only good if they're used in conjunction with other things like a standing desk if you only stand there and that's the only thing you do it's only marginally better than sitting down because it still creates a, the same problem where you're stuck in the one position your best posture is your next posture yeah that's right and i think one of the i think this is a really good opportunity to, to to talk about the example that you've just said if you're working at home from now at the moment one of the, you've got one of the best opportunities to do one of the in my opinion one of the best things for your spine which is um, undulate, like move back and forth between laying face down on the ground, prone on your elbows. Because I love that one, because if you think about it, even when you're standing, most people don't have a monitor at head height. Most yeah. people are still doing that. So if you, I'm on, on the podcast, I'm tilting my head forward and leaning down. So even though you're standing, most people are still looking down like this and creating that flexion in the neck. Whereas when you lay down on your stomach, on your elbows, you're forced to put your spine into extension like that. I love it because it's quite uncomfortable. You can't do it for very long, but it just gives you that exposure 
Asia to a yeah, different position. Yeah, I think position. Like, the home situation is just so good because you um, you don't have a someone you know watching you. <laughs> you can basically just do whatever you want. So you can spend a bit of time like that. You can go and work at your you know kitchen countertop. You can go then onto the couch for it. Then you can go onto your your dining room table, for example. And that's just way of adding in variability. When you know no one of those things, if you did it all day, would be comfortable or perfect. Yeah. But the variability yep. is great. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So, so let's yeah, we'll jump a quick into, shout outs. Yeah. yeah. So we've got uh, Dave Clark here saying hi. How are you, brother? Michael Bergreen is saying spine day every day. Love you guys. And then he said, I struggled with neck pain and poor posture, and I'm doing so much better now thanks to the UMS. Love the loaded mobility routine. That's awesome, brother. Yeah, is that you putting on a fake name and commenting from afar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, great to hear, um, Michael. It's really nice to hear when you, you know, yeah, it's good really results. cool. And I've, and I've loved watching your progress, man. It's been really, really cool to see how far you've come with us uh and lee clements is saying uh missed yesterday but glad spine is still being discussed and then uh yep. yeah we really wanted to give a f you know the full week on this because yeah. there's just so much to talk about and yeah yep. and this is this is the theme that we're trying to do these days everybody we're trying to figure out what can we talk about for a week that we can really add value to people with, you know? Yep. So Lee's then said, uh, yep, neck issues here after teaching for years, writing on a board, doing foundations now, re referring to the foundations program of the UMS and becoming confident again with moving the upper spine, especially twisting moves. I mean, how good is that? Yeah, nice. How good is that? Lee, Legend. Um, We've been we've been saying this for so long, and I I need to put this to sleep because I feel like we keep getting it wrong. Lee, you are a lady, right? That's tr that's tr right. I'm almost certain, she and is. we and the reason yes. why we get so confused is that we've got two well, Lees, got so many Lees at our gym, and they're both yeah, men. They're both so men. I know yeah. it's a you know unisex name. Um, and Lee, you're um you're somebody that's um in your sixties, I think, if I'm correct. So you know, to be in your sixties and to be doing exercise that is age reversing you know that's bringing you back into feeling yeah. like you can you can be live a pain-free existence I mean what happened to my mum she started training here and now yeah. she's bushwalking and ocean swimming and yeah, yeah. and she's in a, a boogie boarding club it's oh, great so, it's so yeah, good, it's really isn't it? good to see yeah. people taking action such a good thing so um, what is Lee Lee sounds from the UK Lee nice sounds one. another Lee <laughs> we're surrounded by Lee's Lee's saying good evening from the UK it's too hot to sleep oh wow Love what a it. shame well wow, what's the temperature over there Lee uh, let me let us know let us know yeah. um, so we'll get into basically like our idea today was to kind of talk through, um, you know, a week of what training would look like that, you know, that we do with the UMS um, system and, and basically talk about how we're sort of in those movements, um, yep. loading the spine in different positions, different contraction types, different muscle, um, yep. yeah, energy systems. Yep. So what we start the week with in the UMS is what we call... Um, we always talk about the workout as being the resistance training movements that we do, um, and but then the resistance training is always paired with mobility and flexibility. So on Monday, we start with bent arm strength, vertical push-pull. Bent arm strength refers to upper body strength movements where the elbows bend. We also have straight arm scapular strength, which, which we'll talk about in a minute, and that's when the elbows don't bend. So a bent arm strength, vertical push-pull pattern, at the grassroots level in the foundations program, we start with dumbbell shoulder press and uh, feet assisted pull-ups so uh, what are your thoughts yeah well the shoulder press is just one of the most common things that I'm giving cues related to how people are positioning their backs because I've, I've seen it quite a bit with some of the new members uh, this weekend some of the old members who are kind of going for trying to really push into <laughs> PBs is the most common thing you see when people start to, uh, start with the shoulder press is they um, try and basically turn it into like a standing bench press by doing 
a lean back and getting yeah. lots of extension through their yeah. both their lumbar and their thoracic uh, to then basically try and make it a horizontal push yep. in a <laughs> extended spine position rather than a yeah. vertical push. So um, a cue I love to give is basically trying to think about like doing a slight posterior um, pelvic tilt to mm-hmm. um, try and hold that sort of more neutral spine, getting your abs nice and engaged. Um, and then uh, keeping your chest tall and your shoulders back and down, a yep. cue that I give, like just like the active hang um, yep. position that you get to, I, uh, basically for um, all, you'll hear me say it a lot because it's all the kind of strength movements, you're basically kind of wanting to hold that position to keep your um, upper body strong and, and in a nice, strong sort of neutral position. And then from there, you've got a really strong foundation, a really immovable sort of block. Mm-hmm. One thing that kind of people struggle with sometimes is a bit of balance. So either going into a slight tandem stance or um, sort of feet, um, you know, next to each other is, yep. is fine, whatever's comfortable for people. But then, yep. yeah, that puts your spine in a position where you've got this great, strong um, axial skeleton, so um, pelvis, spine, and rib cage. And then when you start to produce force with your hands, you, you don't get that, uh, you know, uh, moving around. Yeah. I see a lot yeah, of members yeah, 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 yeah. Which is critical because when you, you know, you're training, we always like to say we don't train for the gym, we train for life. Yeah. And when you're training for life, like, the time will come when you have to lift a load above your head. My dad is 70 this year and he's big into his surfing. And I was, um, you know, like it's kind of got to the point where we were surfing down the coast on the weekend and, uh, you know, he's, he's got a really heavy board which he puts a hydrofoil on. Like he's pretty badass for a 70-year-old. But like, you know, you can see it's starting to get really awkward for him just to put the, the board on top of the car. And like, you know, that's going to be one of the limiting factors for him to do mm. a hobby that he loves is just, mm-hmm. you know, even lifting this bloody heavy board mm-hmm. onto the car. So, mm-hmm. you know, I was even working with him just like, oh, when you do it, you know, try and think about this, this and this. Yep. And, um, you know, this is a really good time to use sort of your breath for bracing yeah. and um, yep. putting it above so yep. yeah and, and and overhead pressing if you don't go to the gym it's it's one of the positions that people actually go into the least mm. if you really think about it if you're not intentionally training overhead vertical push uh pull then if then what you're likely the only time you ever even lift your arms close to uh, overhead is when you go for something in the top shelf in the kitchen yeah. and that's a really really different thing to pushing force away from you or yeah. pulling force towards you in an overhead position. So it's this it's this use it or lose it thing. And what Phil just described is is really important because if you don't develop that strength, if you don't develop that conditioning, that exposure to, you know, a braced position to do that, like when you do it enough in the gym, you'll go out and you'll go to lift something off the ground. And it's amazing, um, you know, when I see people that go to the gym, when they go to lift things, and it looks like they're doing a gym workout, like they'll bend down with a nice good posture, or they'll they'll get down into a squat, pick it up, clean it up onto their shoulders, and then push yeah. it up. And then you don't even think about it, you know? Yeah, but then I think it's like one kind of really key thing to point out there is like context really matters. And if you're p- picking up a pen, and you become someone who's so wrapped up about having a bad back, and you never explore like a relaxed, unweighted um, you know, forward bend like we, you know, you do in um, even the beginnings of a Jefferson curl, but mm-hmm. also just the spine mm-hmm. mobility where you're just yep. like free to move yep. without an external load. Like if you start to become someone who's an overextender, who the only way yeah. you'll pick up a pen is by bracing everything, yeah, and then that's, yep. that's no longer a, a, a great outcome. And, you know, yep. you're then more likely to injure yourself if you do anything outside of that. So, um, you know, I, th- I think we could kind of, we've not got heaps of time and we could get a bit lost going yeah. through yeah. Um, all the different strength movements and how your, your spine is activated. But I think it's just so key to understand there the context and the importance of then, you know, when we move past our strength movements and um, into, you know, your minimum basic workout, your minimum viable workout of, of doing the spine mobility, but also, you know, in the cardio workouts and how, um, you know, even with a burpee, a lot of people sort of um, 
struggle by the end of a burpee to kind of maintain Keep like a good, a, form. a, a yeah. good form there you yeah. start to like the breath really starts to affect your ability to you know hold that sort of push-up position so um yeah i think it's just really key to understand that like when you're doing each of these exercises just trying to be aware of the context and what you're training for yeah and i think it's a good opportunity to point out um load management here as well because load management what we always try to get people to understand is that it's not about what weight can you lift f like with no parameters put around you like it's like just squat down and then get back up as long as your legs bend and then you get back up it's about what weight can you lift for the prescribed amount of reps with good technique so when we give the cues for the squat of keeping the gaze high and the chest up and the elbows up so that we really get a good platform for the barbell to sit i'm talking about, about a barbell back squat here it's that you can maintain that technique for the reps and for the sets and for a lot of people it means that they actually have to lift a little bit less weight than they thought they mm. could but what that's going to do over time is far more beneficial for the body than if you're lifting a heavier weight with really bad yeah. techniques so you the know? end of the day like it's quality of life hey like you want to have a body that you know and it's one of the things that people often say when they start getting into this training where you you start stretching for the first time and you start doing some of this stuff is like your body just feels better like you just yep. get on with your life better and i think that's really like you know that's what excites me like it's you know i think performance and ticking like kicking off um uh, performance goals is cool, but like the way that my training has gone now is like, I want to be able to go surfing, uh, you know, any day that I want. I want to be able to like play beach volleyball, but then I also want to like randomly go for a, you know, 120 kilometer bike ride. And if I only trained by doing like, you know, very specific movements in the gym, then, and I didn't have that variability, then if I tried to do one of those, you know, activities that is wildly outside of um, sort of what I prepared for, then body wouldn't be able to do it. So yep. same with you, you know, you start just, like occasionally we'll just do like a fly kick yep. it's like okay cool like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. and so yeah if, if you haven't kind of exposed your body to variability in your training then if you try and perform or, or even just you know in life add that variability in you're gonna have a hard time yeah so important and i think for me this is the last thing that i want to talk about in this topic which is to build on what you've just said so you know we've spent the majority of the show talking about the way that the ums program in itself by using free weights and calisthenics or body weight type movements the way that we train the spine in all these different positions and variables so if we put all of that into one bucket which would be that the strength training movements that you do are chosen in a way to, to train the muscles that are going to support a healthy spine and by using different variability the second bucket that i would say this is just my interpretation of the ums by the way would be to do spine mobility unloaded or sometimes loaded like with the jefferson curl but with where the intention is to take every joint in the spine through as much movement as it's got. And each joint in the spine actually doesn't have that much movement at all. There's, there's a lot more movement in the joints in the cervical spine, which is, your which is your neck, than there is in the lumbar spine because the lumbar has to take the whole load. But each joint itself doesn't move that much. But when you look at the way that they move synergistically together, that's what creates this beautiful spine movement. And that's the other part of the puzzle for me is the way that we... Um, that you that you want to be doing what we just said with your training, but you also want to be intentionally, you know, thinking about how can I move my neck as far as it can go in every direction? How can I get my thoracic spine doing the same thing? How can I create some flowing movement through my whole spine from top yeah, to bottom? Yeah, and I think that's important for those people who, you know, like 
even just the thought of doing like some twisting movements or bending movements freak out and like, oh, I don't even want to do that. But you can see this is a great way to start. Like you don't have to push to the very end range when you start, but then as you start to get more comfortable and you think like, hey, this is actually feeling, you know, fine, I'm um, mm. starting to relax into it, then then you can start exploring range from there. But yeah, it's yeah. just such a key thing that people don't really do. Yeah. And yeah, if you're, it is. especially in lockdown times, like if you're stuck at home all day, just in that sort of one position, yeah. um, then you're going to feel a whole lot worse for it. And if you can just add in this one, you know, even your, your minimum viable workout yeah. <laughs> of just yeah. getting moving a little bit, like your body feel, oh feel better. Oh my God, it. it just feels so much better, you know. And listen, we, we, are, we do have to get into the uh, UMS online coaching group now. We have our weekly coaching call that is uh, exclusive for our UMS yeah, online coaching really members. We got yeah. like videos up. Well, we haven't yeah. quite got them on the screen, but yeah. we've been working through videos with people watching and, yeah. and really pointing out these specifics that, you know, we would have liked to have gone into each of the, yeah. the movements today and how this finally works. But yeah, this, it's a great opportunity to get on um, and look at all the videos of the members doing it and pointing yep. out those cues that you, you might yeah, just miss yeah, training. Yeah, I can't wait. It's, we, we, we basically go at it to a higher level than what we do in this show. So we've got to get ready for that. Yeah, so I, I just want to let you... out on them all day. I could do that yeah, all day. Yeah. <laughs> so just want to let you guys know, for those of you that have been listening this week that want to know how, where do you go from here if, if, if you want to take your spine training to the next level, if you really want to understand, you've got two options, two great options. Today we're putting the Spine Mobility Masterclass on sale for the flash sale. So... Uh, it's normally 149 US dollars. It's going to be 49 US dollars for the next uh, three and a half days, uh, basically until 11:59 um, Pacific time, LA time on Monday, and that is a phenomenal program. There's five phases to it. It's going to give you uh, a step-by-step path to go from that isolation to integration to improvisation phase. And the second option that you have is that you can uh, subscribe to the UMS online coaching program, which includes everything including the spine mobility masterclass includes all of our programs and that you'll get access to the full foundations program that we've been talking about and the progressions program so you'll have everything that you need to know and you'll also get the spine mobility masterclass so uh, keep an eye out for that guys it's going to be a really good opportunity um, to get another one of our absolutely amazing programs and um, we will see you on Monday for yeah, Physio Monday. Like for you guys who love learning about this sort of stuff, um, yeah, ask questions because if you ask questions, that will really guide you know the stuff we talked about. And so, That's if right. you're having problems on like with anything in particular let us know and then we can um, you know it always does that, that that's yeah. how we come up with the topics we look at what the yeah. questions that are coming up are yeah. and think this is what we can add value to so and it's so nice when you feel away. like you're actually helping a like like when you have particular stories of who you helped and you know yeah, hearing yeah. um hearing you mike um michael bergerin tune in like and hearing you getting results just you know yeah. makes us really excited to oh, do it's unreal. Stuff, so. so good so good so for those of you listening on the podcast or watching on youtube if you've made it this far please uh jump over to facebook and uh join this group where we record these shows live and interact with you uh just search facebook for ums movement mastermind and join and uh, make sure you answer the questions and agree to the group's terms and conditions so you get accepted into the group and then uh, also grab one of our free downloads the flexibility blueprint the strength blueprint or the nutrition blueprint where we give away 10 key lessons to really help you with your training it's very valuable stuff we put a lot of work into those to make sure that it was actionable information and um, yeah thanks for listening everyone thanks for tuning in we'll see you next week Health is about performance, not just body image. You better be willing to accept what you're going to have to do to get there. We'll start focusing on movement goals, strength goals, flexibility goals. When you nail that skill, it's there forever. The body image goal doesn't get you that far. It's the consistency and frequency that's going to get you there. It's not the intensity. 
There's no shortcuts to mastery and movement. Destination doesn't change overnight, but your direction will. It's the gym is not the place to beat up the body that you hate. It's the place to build the body that you love. We are the gym that teaches people how to move instead of just exercise because we believe that health is about performance, not just body image.